Hey guys, Adam from Splendid Sports. We're back for another three and three. This is the 18th one, number 18. And this is a very special one because this is the first ever father and son three and three. I'm happy to be joined by Tyrus and Matt. And they have an awesome channel called The Card Story, T-H-A Card Story. How you doing, guys? Doing well. How you doing, Adam? Great. I really appreciate you jumping on here with me. I have some questions for you guys, but um, for anyone who might be catching a three and three for the first time, what we do is uh, my guests here, they're going to show first, they're going to show three of their favorite cards in their collection and tell us why. And then uh, we're going to look at three of the cards that are on their want list, which they sent me already. And man, there are some nice cards. So this is going to be cool. Uh, and we're going to look at those and talk about those. But um, first, could you guys tell me a little bit about... Um, when did your channel start? Was it this or like last year, 2022? Was that the, the start date? It was the Sunday before school started <laughs> in August. Yeah, August 12th. So it'll be six months this coming Sunday. Awesome. I love the channel. Uh, you got, Are you guys having fun with it? Yeah, for sure. I'm having a blast. I'm having fun collecting all the Hank Aaron cards. Yeah, I bet you are. That's a great <laughs> man. You can't pick too much of a better guy to collect than Hank Aaron. We're happy to have as many cards as we can. Well, he's one of my name rights. <laughs> Tyrus, yeah. what, do you do you collect anything um, like of current players? Do you have, who's your favorite current player? Uh, you do basketball, Luca and stuff. I can, can I do basketball? Yeah, of course. Uh, Luca Doncic. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because you guys are you guys are in the Dallas area, right? Yeah, we're in DFW. So, yep, no, it's, it's, Mavericks are very popular here, as you can imagine. Interesting week with uh, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> so, yeah. a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah, my friend told me about that. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, I have an opinion on it. I don't know too much on basketball or baseball or yeah. football. Yeah, I think uh, Kyrie Irving's going to be interesting. I, I'm not sure there's enough shots to go around, is my fear, right? So, we'll see. <laughs> I know what the marshmallow test is. That's what they said they were gonna do with him. Okay, we'll see. I have to. I have to ask you guys. So you mentioned Hank Aaron. Uh, before we get into the to the three of the favorites, um, the the Hank Aaron. You guys, I've seen on your channel. You've showed you have a Hank Aaron home run derby card. Could you, if you have that nearby, could you show that by chance? This did not make the three. Uh, I checked on that. So this is this is a bonus one. So that is a 1959 Hank Aaron home run derby card, SGC three, right? Yep, it's three. Wow. That you know those cards. Um, I don't think a lot of people understand how rare those cards are. I mean, there's those are. I mean, they're very expensive, but they don't come up very often either. I know that because. You know, I don't. I don't think I could afford it, but uh, I I kind of have a safe search for the Mickey Mantle, <laughs> the Mickey Mantle yeah. home run derby card, and uh, unless something crazy happens, I don't think I'll be able to get that one. But it, there's very few of them. They're very tough cards. Yeah, there's about forty to fifty of each player graded, kind of com combined across SGC, PSA, and Beckett, right? So yeah, they're definitely difficult to grade to find. And to you know, as you know, like if it was if they were out there, people would be getting them graded. I think right, especially with the mantle. It's very yeah. expensive, right? So this one was affordable. I saw it in that 54. I scooped up within minutes of seeing it because I don't I know they don't just don't pop up that often, right? 
Yeah, that actually, if, if you look behind me, I have a bunch of magazines framed on the wall. And actually one of them there is, it's it's just like a cheap thing I got off of eBay, but it's it's a Mickey Mantle like promo for the Home Run Derby uh, right there in the top middle. Nice. Because uh, that, that the Home Run Derby has very, very special to me because I've mentioned this on my channel before, but uh, growing up, similar to you guys, my, my dad, um, you know, taught me all about all those guys, Mickey Mantle, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays. And um, the first time I ever saw those guys, it was 1988 or 89, right? Um, ESPN actually brought it back and put the episodes from 1960. It was filmed in 59, but I think it actually uh, came out in 60. They brought it back and uh, my dad videotaped all the episodes and, and uh, him and I watched all those episodes, great memories. I remember the first one, the first episode was um, Mickey Mantle versus Willie Mays, yeah. which was incredible. Yeah, so, no, Man Mantle was on five episodes. He had the most home runs, even though he was only on five episodes, right? So he did yep. well. I think he was on the last one, too. The last episode, he came back for one of them and ended up winning. Uh, so he was on the first and the last. But, yeah, Hank Aaron, and, and it was cool because they would do it like, you know, this was pretty good money back then. Like you'd win like 10,000 bucks or something like that. If you, if you won the match and um, that was a lot of money back then. So you could tell these guys, they wanted to win these. This was not like what you see now with a lot of the home run derby or all-star games where all these guys are so rich that it doesn't really matter. Um, these guys wanted that money and you could tell because they were kind of nervous. Like, uh, you know, after they'd have an at bat and they would sit down, it was a very awkward like time because like, the guy, whoever the guy was that ran the show, he would like ask him questions and you could tell they weren't very comfortable like talking. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Mark's Mark Scott was the host and he he uh he would definitely it was definitely an awkward conversation for sure. But yeah, no, you're you're right. It was like I think they won two thousand if they won in a thousand for second place, but like Hank Aaron won thirteen thousand five hundred because they got a bonus if they got three home right. runs in a row. But like right. it was more money than the players that won the fifty five World Series got for winning the World Series, right? So like it was a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. So, man, I just when I saw that, I had to mention that this is actually the closest I'm going to get. This is a the reprint yeah. reprint from 1988. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I want to actually get the Hank Aaron reprint to go with it. But yeah, I think it has the writing on the side, right? Where they kind of yeah. write the reprint in the yep. year. It's CCC reprint 1988 right on the yeah. side. There. Yep. So I just I just like the image, you know, so that's probably as close as I'll get. Huh. Well, hopefully you get one one day. You never know. Prices yeah. are coming back down, you know. Mantles don't go down generally, but you never know. Yeah. I mean, even the reprints, there's like not a lot graded. Of the, oh, I, I understand why people don't grade them, but there's not like a million of those floating around either. So <laughs> no, we're like you. We I know you have a lot of post playing day mantle graded cards. We do the same thing for Hank Aaron. We collect it all, but obviously we like those playing day cards, but we have a little bit of everything. And we'll get into this, but you guys are big CSG collectors, which I, I love because it's something you don't see every day. You know, you hear all about PSA, SGC. Uh, so it's cool to see someone, you guys have a ton of CSG graded cards and aren't you like the number one ranked um, Hank Aaron collectors in the CSG registry? Yeah, we have uh, 184 of the 207 cards that, that CSG has like got in the registry, right? But again, registry for CSG is way different than PSA. Like it's only been around less than two years. It's a little bit different point in time, but, uh, but no, yeah, we're definitely there. We, we have all but like four of the cards that actually are needed. We just need to do a submission to get those last ones created and then keep up with it from there but yeah no we're we're brick fans i know we did an episode a couple weeks back that was for fun but i made yeah, some grievances funny. but uh but no like i i like the slab the best for sure i uh 
I wish they maybe go a little lower in price to at least make CS or SGC and PSA sweat a little bit, but uh, I don't see it happening. I wish they obviously they grade some of these oversized cards. I'd like to get this, the home run derby card you mentioned. I'd like to get that in the CSG slab, but I think it looks good in this too. But I'd like yeah. to have uniformity. Yeah, I know. I'm, I yeah, I, I hear you on that, and yeah, you're right. I totally agree that CSG of all the slabs that I've held, uh, it is the clearest and high, feels like the highest quality of all the slabs. So yeah. I fully agree. Um, but yeah, it's like. I'm so far along with PSA and SGC that it's tough at this point to be like, all right, I'm going to, you know, start going down the CSG route. So I have a few, but most of them, I, I go, I, uh, I'm like a lot of people where I go with the PSA or SGC. Uh, I, and the resale value is the best on those, right? Which has been great for us. So we've been able to get some deep, what I call deals yep. by buying the CSG slap because people just don't, people don't want them. Right. All right, guys. Well, let's get in. If you're ready, let's go with your yep. first card of three of the favorites in your collection. What we got? All right, Ty. Uh, 1974 Topps Hank Aaron all-time home one came. Oh, I love that card. Look at that baby. CSG six, crystal clear. One of the that's one of my favorite cards ever. Yep. This was the first car that card that Ty got at Hank Aaron. We went, first sports card ever. Yeah, we actually went to the Dallas card show last April. And uh, he picked that up, and we got it. We bought it, just the card. Obviously, it wasn't graded at the time. There were not a whole lot of CSG slabs at the show, right? But uh, you could tell if you go back to the like one of the first yeah. episodes. We used to always have it in the background in our in our yeah in our, when we did our professional hand model. Yeah, we used to not show our faces for the first maybe fifteen or twenty episodes, and we went, we switched over after uh, John three D eighties kid kind of called us out a little bit. So. But yeah, back then we had it always in the background of all our videos was that 74 top because it was the, kind of the beginning of the journey we've been on. Well, and think about how fun it's going to be years from now. You know, hopefully you'll still be, you guys will still be making videos and everything, but to look back at some of these earliest videos, that's <laughs> going to be cool. Yeah, I, well, yeah, it depends, it depends on your perspective, right? You know how it is. We're, we're all growing, hopefully, and getting better. But uh, but no, we've come a long way. We've actually been able to complete the playing days where we're going to do a video once we get all the slaps back from CSG. We're gonna have all all the playing day cards are, are done now. We should do for tops involvement. Like we don't have the OPGs in Venezuela yet, but uh, but the main cards are there. So we'll do that probably in next couple months once we get them all back. And and I, I should ask you this, but why Hank Aaron? What what about him is the guy that you've chosen to super collect? So affordability, right? So so Tyrus is obviously named he's named for Ty Cobb, and his middle name's Henry for Hank Aaron. So nice. Uh, got a couple of baseball names in him. So. Uh, Hank Aaron's more affordable, as you can imagine, but uh, I don't want to tease too much on one of our wants later. We're going to try to at least remedy it a little bit and try to get a little bit of variety. But just he's a lot easier to collect, and uh, there's just so many more cards to choose from, right? So I like too many things. We I mean, like too many. We have a lot of distractions. I hear you, man. I'm with you. So that All was right. card number one. Uh, okay. We're going to go to card number two? Let's do it. All right. So kind of back to that modern thing we mentioned a little bit earlier. This is this is actually the one I my favorite card. Uh, the wow. seven, it's the 2021 Tops Heritage. Whoa! Uh, when they did the 72 kind of uh, flashback, or but uh, I like it because obviously, like 2021, unfortunately, was the year he passed away in January. So this is likely one of the last cards he was able to sign before he passed away. There's that. There's a red version that's more. That's actually numbered to 72, but that card's a comma card, like you know, 1500, two grand. So this one's a lot more affordable. We got this actually on PWCC for. A lot less money and uh and the autographs fully on the card. Yeah, a lot of these ones he runs off the card. Obviously, I think later on he just 
signed as best he could, right? But uh, this one actually is fully on the card. So the grade's a seven for the card itself because there's a couple of corner issues, but the autograph got a 10. Um, but just a really nice crisp autograph. And obviously kind of sentimental to me, just knowing it's one of the last cards you probably would like to be signed because uh, it's on card as well. So it's not a sticker. So you could tell because you could look from the side with the light. Yeah. And there's like an indent. Yep. That's pretty, so that, that's number two for me. That's my uh, my favorite card that we have. I love that. That yeah, I, I um I have a few Mickey Mantle cards from like the 92, 91 and 92 score where he has uh, where he autographed a bunch of them for the for the packs. Yep. Uh, you know, and he died not too long after that, a few years after that. So um yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's to know that you know they didn't sign that many cards after that. That's uh it's very special. So that's yeah. awesome. Do you have that 94 per deck where he's with Griffey? Or that's like that's one I would love to yeah. have one day. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't thinking. Yeah, I have the 94. I have the 94 upper, one of my best cards, 94 upper deck, but it's the one um, I don't have the Griffey. I just have the mantle only auto, um, which no. saved me a bunch of money, which was hmm. nice. And uh, yeah, so 94, I think, yeah, he died in 95. So that was a year before. So, yep. yep. No, that one's really, that one's really nice. I'd love to give one. I think there's only like a thousand copies of each and people are very proud of those, as you quite well know, right? So Yeah, those are tough, tough to find. I mean, they're out there, but expensive but yeah um, cool cards yep all right ty you got card number three uh 55 roman hank Aaron. Ooh. i like this card because it's like the main uh like baseball player we collect and also it's like it's like my favorite set of baseball and it was like it's just really cool and i like it yeah so this one uh ty is actually building the 55 bowman set i'm not sure you might not have seen the episode but at the end of december we kind of started doing some goals for this year and he kind of shocked me because he's like i want to build a 55 bowman set because he likes the color television set right so so we've, we've actually been getting a pretty good headway on that set he got some of the bigger cards knocked out we haven't shown them all on the channel yet but uh he's made good headway on the set we have like we haven't really fully announced we have like 75 percent of the set down now so we, we actually ran into uh, James Elite Hunters. He was at the Dallas Card Show in uh, January, helping out one of the tables there. And he had a they had a partial set for sale at that booth, so we bought we picked that up for Tyrus. So he was happy to get it. I I can't tell you how much I love that. First of all, that that is one of the best Hank Aaron cards, if not the best. I just love the photo on there. But I'm a huge fan of the 55 Bone. That's like one of my favorite sets of all time. I I mean. Ty, what I mean that you got great taste, man. I I love that set. I've always yeah. loved it. That was like one of my. I've told the story before, but my dad always like when I was a kid, he would tell me like, "Hey, I had Mickey Mantle cards," and I would ask him, "What did you have?" And he didn't know like Bowman or Tops or anything like that. So, but he would just say, "I know I had the one where he was on the TV." Uh, so that was one of the the fifty five Bowman Mickey Mantle was one of the first cards that I ever bought when I had the money. Um, kind of in that honor. So, oh, there it is. Wait a minute. You, we're going to use the Adam principle in, in the yeah, vintage sanctuary and pull up yeah. the card you mentioned. All right. So we had, we had it ready in case it came up, but yeah. Show that one more time. Pull that up a little bit. Oh, so that's man. an SGC three. So we're going to, I'm not sure if we're going to cross it or not over, but uh, we've been known to cross cards. We probably shouldn't cross over given CSG's resale, but like I crossed a Jackie and a Ted Williams and a Willie Mays, my 54 top set that we're building, but from PSA and SGC, but I'm not sure if Ty wants to cross it or not, but yeah, it's it's Tyrus's first Mickey Mantle card, so pretty pretty cool card. That's awesome. 
heck of a way to start. You, you're doing well on that 55 Bowman set. You already got, I mean, Mickey Mantle, Hank Aaron. You, you've got a, probably two of the toughest ones out of the way. <laughs> yeah, no, he's got the he got the big three, but uh, and then obviously we have we still have the Kalen and Banks to go. We have a, we have a few more to go that are going to be a little bit expensive, but not nearly as bad as those three. So. You know, the other thing with CSG is, you know, we don't know what the future is going to hold. In the future, you know, CSG might be the highest resale values. Like, there's no telling. We have no idea. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's just whatever you think looks best. And I, they're a solid company. Obviously, they're, you know, they're partnered up with eBay, right? So, I don't yep. think they're going anywhere. I don't. It's not like you're putting them in some shaky company's slabs. I mean, they're they're here to stay. So, I think, their parent company is doing well, right? I mean, they have the coins, the comic books, and yep. not, they're really doing well on the Pokemon front, too, the TCG stuff. So, uh, but yeah, the sports cards, the grading numbers keep coming down a little bit, so it's a little concerning. But to your point, kind of collect what you like, right? These are all PC cards. That don't, we don't plan to sell them, right? So, in fact, we generally just give away our cards that are in other slabs. So, like, a lot of my giveaways to this point of the channel have been just giving them all the PSA and SG slabs we got to other folks that may enjoy them more. Rather than just, I don't like to deal with selling them and shipping them, so... Yeah, just gonna give them, give them to someone else that can enjoy it. Has has CSG ever like reached out to you guys or? They did ever... when we did the reveal video. So mm -hmm. we, we did a submission when they were in the Dallas Card Show in November, and then right around Thanksgiving time we got the box in and opened it on on the camera. And then they had a couple comments they left in the video. They didn't comment to that one video we did a couple weeks back that I alluded to around uh, some grievances, but I'm not sure oh, if they yeah. saw it or not. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, if you haven't checked that video out, that that is a great with Theo. Yeah. Um, trained actor you make no I'm kidding <laughs> what's that the trained actor yeah trained act that is a great if, if you haven't checked that one out definitely check out that video um what's called csg is failing that's the yes. title yeah. yeah that's it that's the one yeah great video but we still got the sweatshirts on we haven't thrown them away we're good oh i love it you know i was thinking if like because i i like to think like I know not all collectors care about like the business side of the hobby but i, I like to i like to look at that end of it too if I was CSG, I would, I mean, cause like they're in a, they're in a, a good spot, but there's PSA, they're so big SGC and they are making a lot of money right through, through their parent company. I, if I were them, I would try to do something really aggressive. And like, what, what if they just said, like, if you've never graded a card with CSG or a new customer, we'll grade your first card for free or something like that, where you lose some money, but you're, you're getting the slabs in more people's hands. Like I'm surprised they haven't been a little more aggressive with something like that. Yeah, I would definitely, I agree. I think they need to be more aggressive on price. Like let the other businesses kind of float and let this be a loss leader, especially since they have the registry and SGC doesn't. Like they could try to leverage that to at least get some volume and some cards out there, right? Because I'm building like the 48 Bowman set, the 54 top set, and it's tough to find them graded. Right. But I'm trying to get them all on CSG slabs. So it's a little bit of a slow journey. And like 54 top set, not all the cards have even been graded yet. Even Not even like one copy of all the cards that are out there. So you're going to have to self-submit a lot of them. But yeah, I'd like to see some more aggressive price. I think twelve dollars to grade Tommins is tough um, for like yeah. set registry folks, right? So I think I think if they get to eight or ten again, they'd bring a lot more people in. Or there's been rumors. I think Filmington did a video about they should just acquire SGC. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens, right? They're both in Florida, right? So you never know. Yeah. But I think it's gonna be hard. That'd be hard though, because what do you do with the people that have already got you know a thousand SGC slaps or whatever, right? So that's the issue. The logistics are difficult, I imagine. But yeah, I hope they get aggressive on it. I mean, they got Blackstone behind them. They're a major, major owner, right? So I can't imagine they're going to be overly patient forever. Well, I mean, I've heard in the early 90s when PSA first started, um, they they were walking around card shows and they were offering to grade cards for free uh, because 
they, you know, obviously they were trying to just get people to grade cards, period. Um, but they were doing it for free because they wanted people to see the process and yep. hold, hold it in their hand. So I, it's many years later, but I feel like some of these other companies need to think like that if they want to take some of this market share. Enough business talk, but th- I, I was thinking about that. Like, you know, really, they if they start getting a little more creative other than like, hey, we're a few bucks less than PSA. I don't think that's going to move the needle, in my opinion. No, I don't, I don't think it is either. And we're seeing it right now, like in the gem rate data. I'm not sure if you want to look at that on Twitter or not, but like they're not getting very many cards, sports cards graded. But the CGC is doing fine, but the CSG is uh, down to the hundreds per day now, which is not going to cut it, right? Right. So. All right. Well, um, let's let's get into you sent me a list of three incredible cards that are on your want list. Um, I have the first one actually pulled up here in card ladder. Let me pull this up. You guys see, we got the first one here. This is the this is the 1911 T205 <laughs> Ty Cobb in an SG, SGC2 that just sold back in January at um, Golden Auctions for uh, 2971 $2, bucks. So almost $3,000. Is this the one? Do I have the right one? That, that is the right one. Yeah, that's the one we want. So um, but this is the one my wife and I agreed on. So she she uh you know obviously she was part of the process of naming tyrus right so like we wanted to get this kind of painted on his wall but we were in like a rental house at the time in the process of moving to our new home and we just never made it happen so like this is the card she likes and so obviously i got her buying so we're going to try to make this happen at the national this year oh nice at that price yeah i'd like to get a three if we can but we'll see what's out there like it just depends that's a two when it's almost three grand yeah well <laughs> these are cards you buy you know you just put them away it's Cobb. It's 112 years old. That thing's beautiful. Like that is art right there, man. Yeah, I mean, obviously one of the one of the best players of all time. I know, like, look, I mean, obviously there's people that talk about you know off the field stuff, but like on the field, there wasn't anyone that was in it to win it more than Ty Cobb. I don't think. Right. Yeah. This man. Yeah, it's a, it's an expensive card, but I mean. You, you're storing your money in the right place with a card like this. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't yeah, I know you mentioned some of your videos. You don't want to even look at the pre-war stuff, and I'm, just, oh, I'm right yeah. there with you. Like, I don't go below before 48, except for, like, we don't have any Babe Ruth or Lou Gehrig cards, playing day cards or anything, like Cy Young or Christy Mathis. I'd love to have them one day. I don't trust myself. I, I, to, like, this is one I know we can do, but then I'll try not to avert my eyes after this, at least for yeah, a while I mean, longer. Ty, Tyrus, I collect Mickey Mantle, Tom Brady, Larry Bird. I mean, these guys are expensive. So that it's not that I don't want these pre-war cards like this. It's just, you know, uh, I gotta, I gotta watch it. <laughs> I gotta watch, <laughs> watch my money here. You know, um, but yeah, the longer I look at a card like that, it's just like I want it more and more. So I'm gonna get this baby off the screen because it's too beautiful and uh, it's tempting, and I don't, I don't want to get too, uh, too into these type of cards. But that, yeah, that's a great. Great choice, right and the there. and the back's really nice too because it's the first time they put stats on the back. That's why I like it. I like the whole card. I want that's why I don't want one with paper loss. So I'm probably gonna do a little higher grade to make sure we don't have paper loss because the back's really nice. I want to make sure we can see the stats and all that. So that you said that's the first time they had stats on the back. Yep. Wow, I didn't know that. That's cool. That's awesome. Because always before that was cigarette. It was like advertisements, right? Right. All right, and then so your next card. This is a very popular one. I, I don't know the exact number, but. There's been several people that I've done three and three, three and threes with that have actually had uh, this card on their list, and I understand why. So this, let's see what we got here. This is the 1948 Bowman Stan Musial. This is this is one that's so, uh, four sharp corners one 
at just sold uh, February 5th, a PSA 3. Now, you gave me actually grade ranges too, which was nice. So on that first one, you're looking for something hopefully in the one to three range on the Ty Cobb. This one, uh, the 48 Bowman Musial rookie card, uh, you're looking at something maybe in the three to five range. This is a PSA 3 right here. Okay. Yeah, no, no I, mean, I know. I think Lou Rock had this one on his list too. I, like, I know it's been on a lot of people's list, but uh, like I said, I'm building the 48 Bowman set. We don't have any mutual cards, so we're trying to get, like I mentioned, the 54 top sets. That's why I like this set building process because you're able to knock out a lot of the Hall of Fame cards, even if it's just in a couple sets. And so for this one, I just really want this one to be the next one we get because I, I think this one's undervalued. Not that it's all about the price. I just want to be able to get it while I can still afford it um, and build. I think this, obviously this one and the spawn and the bear are the three, right? But uh, from that set, but I, just, I think this card's undervalued. He's one of the best players of all time. Like, he was like the first utility player, right? He played like just as many games at first base as he did in the various outfield positions, right? So he played left, center, right field, whatever they needed to do, he did. I mean, if he wouldn't have gone to the Navy for that one year, he probably would have been 500 home run club too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you don't – trust me, you don't – I mean, I totally understand why this is such a wanted card. It's, I mean, it's Stan Musial's rookie card. And now that um, more and more people are, you know, coming to the realization, like myself, that the – you know, the 40, what we thought was the 48 leaf musual that we thought that was a rookie card too. Technically, you know, a lot of people are now saying that's the 49 leaf. So this would leave this as Stan Musial's true rookie card, right? Yep. No, that's one of the reasons too. I think it was what Dave Blue Jacket 66 was on with Mike yep. Moynihan talking about that. So yeah, no, this is definitely, uh, it's one of the cards, even as a kid though, I had a friend that his dad had one of these cards. And I'm like, I wish I'd have been in more into vintage back then instead of all the Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire cards I had from 87 <laughs> tops. But uh, you and me both. I didn't make a play. <laughs> I was too yeah. uh, naive. We all were. But yeah, great choice there. And you know what? Still, like you said, like this one here, you could get a three for under $1,000, which is really nice for it's a rookie card of who I would consider like, I mean, top, top within the top 10, in my opinion, greatest players of all time. And I mean, you could probably have them lower than that, but I, I consider him in that top 10 for sure. So yeah, top 10, top 12, for sure. Yeah. He's right there. I mean, all, most of the statistics, he's like top five. Um, obviously just missing a year, I guess 25 year old season would have been nice to have that one back, but um, happened to a lot of the guys back then. Right. So different times. Well, look, I've done my part to make sure people don't forget about Stan Musial on these three and threes. <laughs> He almost on just about every episode he comes up and we show his card. So I'm happy about that. That's uh, I, I never get tired of talking about Stan the man. Yep. All right. And the number three, this is this is cool because I don't know too much about these. I've obviously heard of them, but um, this is the 1954 Johnston Cookies. Hank Aaron. Uh, let me see if I can get a good image of one here. Cookies. Now these, uh, let's see. Oh, here's one. All right, this one go, uh, sold golden auctions on January fourth for just about seventeen hundred bucks. Now this is a a four PSA four miscut. So, but it looks it looks still pretty good. Is this the right card? That that's the right card. Yeah, that's gonna be another one I won't be able to get in CSG though because that it's really narrow, but they're really tall and they won't they don't have slabs for it yet. But uh, probably look to get SGC or PSA for sure. I, it's just it's one of those cards. I think there's actually a lot more of these than there is the 55 Johnson Cookie card. But these cards were obviously regional, you know, issues in uh, Milwaukee. Like there's not a, not a ton of them out there. This one has like maybe three or four hundred in the pop report for Hank Aaron. So it's not 
totally rare card, but uh, obviously from that rookie season's what one of the main reasons I want to have it. Right, it's just, you don't see it every day. A lot more rare than the top rookie card. And and these came were they in like uh, packs of cookies basically, or is that yep. how they were distributed? Yeah, yeah, for fifty four, and then in fifty five they actually came in panels, or you, or you could get them in individual packs. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just a really really interesting set. Like obviously regional food issue so they weren't wide widely distributed right so it's not really probably considered by like victor as a true rookie card but uh i think just having that young image of them definitely want to have it in their collection yeah i mean look it's not a i mean you it's his rookie year 54 right so that's yep. like man that is i just love the way that looks i mean just the colors on it and big smile i mean it's just a that's just so cool. I, I haven't really, I don't think I've looked too much at that card before. I mean, I've heard like Johnson cookies of the set and everything, but man, it's cool to see something like that. That's so like, yeah, you're looking at, you were something in like the three to five range. So this would yep. be right. You know, technically this might even, this four here probably sells for even less than like maybe a three would, right? Cause it, it's got the miscut designation on it. I, um, yeah. They're about two, probably two to, Two to three is probably what I'm looking to spend on two to three thousand is probably what it's going to cost to get, get hopefully a nice looking one, right? So, but again, you can't be totally picky because there aren't there aren't just hundreds of them running around, right? That right. Are, that's a national. So, no, it's definitely a nice car. They they did them for three years. They did them from fifty three to fifty five. Obviously, Hank only being the last two two years of the the cards, and then they stopped after fifty five. And you guys, we were, we were just chatting for a couple minutes before we started recording here. You did mention that you guys are both going to the national this year in Chicago, right? Yep. Our Is first national. First time? first time? Yeah, first time for us. Yeah, we're really excited. Ty, uh, Ty, have you been to a lot of card shows before? Uh, like two. No, we've been to like nine months in a row to the Dallas card show. So oh, yeah, there you go. Well, like two of this, like it was two of them, but we forgot to. Oh yeah. So yeah. So there's two different venues. So there's one in Arlington, Texas, which is where like the Cowboys are and the Rangers. Another one's up in Allen. It's just a suburb north of Dallas. But they they're all called the Dallas Card Show. They're just every month they alternate locations in 2022. Now this year they're only doing the one in Allen. They haven't announced anything for Arlington, so we won't actually have a card show for the first month since last uh, March. We're going to have a dry spell here in February, so I guess I'll have to ramp up the eBay purchases to make up for it. <laughs> the Dallas Card Show is one that um, I've mentioned this before. But I've, you've been to more, way more card shows than I've ever been in my life, Ty. I've never been to a card show in my entire life. I've been collecting for a long, long time. I was always like a card shop kid. Uh, always went to the card shop. I didn't. No one ever talked about card shows when I was a kid where I lived. I didn't know of any. None of my friends went to any. Um, so we would just go to the card shop, and then you know I was out of the hobby for a while, and then since I've come back, haven't been able to make it to one. So I'm hoping that the national will be my first one, but. I would love to go to the Dallas card show at some point too, because I've heard some really great things about it. And, you know, I know some people that go to them. So um, it would be cool to, to meet a lot of you guys that go. No, for sure. Yeah. Let us know if you're going to make it. Cause I, it's a little bit of a mix. It's probably like 70, 30 modern, a lot of, a lot of modern basketball and football, just being Texas football is popular here. Right. And obviously. And then there's quite a bit of basketball, but there, there, are, there are some good vintage dealers that are there that we frequent every time we go. So. We definitely never leave empty-handed. Let's put it that way. There's always yeah. something to get. Well, I'm planning on going to Chicago too, so I, I can't wait to meet you guys. This is going to be. Re I'm really excited. I mean, my first card show. <laughs> I'm 41, so nice. Uh, well, I have no way to go. Let's run to the national. Actually, my birth. I might be 42, but like my birthday is July 26th, and I think it's like that week, right? The national. 
Yeah, that'd be like day one. I think that's the is that the Wednesday? Because that's the first day I think it starts is on the Wednesday evening. So yeah, that'd be your birthday yeah. night. So I'll be turning forty two at the national. <laughs> nice. Got to get a Jackie Robinson card to celebrate then or something, right? It's, it's yeah, there you go. Yeah, I need one. I don't have any Jackie Robinson playing days cards. I was going to ask, how that's, how's that coming along with your New Year's resolution to kind of get the missing vintage cards? I, I haven't seen a ton of shorts come out, so I don't know if you're making progress still on that. or. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm going to do a couple videos, like an update on that. I've, I've knocked a couple off the list. Um, but, uh, yeah, some of these some of the guys that get on the list are expensive. So oh, well, um, I know. kind of like piece it out, you know what I mean? No, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I can't can't get everything overnight, right? So I know I no, it's it. a cool idea, though. I think it's good. Like, obviously, it's nice to have the player runs, like you mentioned, but I think having at least one of everyone is, is important, right? So that's where we're that's kind of part of the reason with building this, some of these sets. We kind of naturally like, knocks off some of the good players from all the various years in the forties and fifties. Absolutely, yeah. Um, now you've seen these before. At, at the end, I usually ask for you guys to recommend or mention another channel. I want to see if I could do something different though with you guys. Do you know of another father and son channel that I could do a three and three with? There, I think there's there's definitely a couple, right? Do you know of any? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, it's over at Page and Dini Bean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yep. So he would be one I would definitely recommend. Um, we actually talked to him quite a, I talked to him quite a bit via text. So he's got a little bit of everything. He collects sets. He collects autographs. He did a lot. He pulled a lot of wax in the 2000s. Just had some crazy, like, sweet spot autographs. Just a lot of cool stuff. So, highly recommend it. And then, uh, like, you know, his son still collects all the they, they open and collect the sets every year and stuff from tops. So, and his son is how old? I want to say eight. Eight. I'm not, I'm not good with eight. Yeah. Probably seven or eight. younger, right, right. younger than Ty, a little bit younger than Tyrus, I think. Because, Ty, you're, you're 11, right? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. That, that, that's, um, I should I should I knew I subscribed to their channel. I don't know why for some reason it was yeah. like off the top of my head. But yeah, the other one I know Orlando already mentioned, like every now and then Theo, the Clemente collector we talked about before, um, he'll have his kids on there with him every now and then, but not 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 consistently, right? So they've been on a couple episodes open to Pokemon cards, but um so Clemente collector would be another one I'd recommend. Perfect. Yeah, that would be great. Awesome, guys. Well, Man, this was cool. This was uh, this is what it's all about here. Father and son. That, that's the hobby right here, in my opinion. So, guys, I, I know it's um, getting a little late. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. And I know you got some other videos you're doing this week. So, um, guys, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, if, if anyone watching, if you don't subscribe, T-H-A Card Story, Matt and Tyrus. If you don't subscribe, I don't know why, because it's an awesome channel. Uh, everyone should be subscribing to your channel. So um, there we go. Anything, any last words, guys? What do you, what do you want to say? I no, just wanted to thank, thank you, Adam, for having us on. We, we definitely enjoyed it. This is a great, great show. I'm enjoying all the episodes. Happy to be uh, episode 18. So let's look forward to more. All right. And guys. I just look forward to meeting you this summer. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Right. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.